is the last and final uh, chapter of the multi-series episodes with Hernandez, and we'll be addressing how to handle expenses today. Welcome to the Be Free Ari podcast, where you learn how to make your job optional. I'm your host, John, who's just getting started on his journey. But in the last year, I moved across the country, bought four apartments, make money as a landlord, no longer pay rent, and I have my first child. I'm joined by your co-host and my guide, Tony Angotti, who in five years quit his job and now manages over 80 units through a combination of house hacks, flips, and partnerships. So with that, let's jump into how you can do less of what you have to do and more of what you want to do. Yeah, so. the other thing I was noticing too is like the metal doors and the kind of like, you know, super protected windows, stuff like that. I also feel like there's a little bit of that. And that doesn't mean that it's a bad idea, a bad investment, but it's a little bit more like, you know, if you're going to buy a house for you to live in, those are things that you have to yeah. add to your scale, right? When if there's like, if there's like a ring doorbell or like one camera outside, probably not a big deal. But if somebody's got a camera on like every corner of their house and a steel door, <laughs> Usually means something's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cool. I, I would keep it in mind, like, you know, that house we were just looking at, you know, when that sold in October, it was bright blue and it had a steel door on front, right? So, you have to think about it. Um, you know, you need to... I would... Uh, a lot of LA has iron up all over it. So, I wouldn't actually run away from the iron just because... Uh, just from cool. when, the, when the Watts riots happened, everybody put it up in LA. So LA is kind of the exception to the rule on iron. The Watts riots. Yeah. Hmm. Don't know about that. But uh, what I do know is that the well-maintained factor is usually pretty important for a street. So if their if their iron doors are nicely painted, it's probably not that bad. Yep. <laughs> um, in any event, uh, last like what I don't want to miss on this is just how to kind of like analyze the expenses on the properties because we've talked about a lot of more like qualitative things versus quantitative things so as far as considering how much your place will actually cost to operate have you given any thought to that like i have what no idea of- actually i mean all i do is all i know is the estimates that i get from zillow right or redfin when i put the numbers in and the down payment and etc they say hey we estimate your expenses to be this and part of it is taxes part of this is home insurance that's literally all i know i I don't even know in terms of you know uh you know uh electric bill or anything like that right like uh right now my electric bill is 35 dollars because i live in a one-bedroom apartment and i'm sure it's not gonna be 35 dollars even though i'll probably use the same amount of things but there's something that you know like for instance ac to keep the house cool in the summer it's gonna be a lot more expensive so like little things like that i have no idea don't even know how to right. right so here is gonna be the trick for you you're gonna like want to find you're gonna want to find like a calculator a rental property calculator okay whatever it is bigger pockets has a decent one but everybody's got a different different flavor you can search like bigger pockets rental property calculator and the calculator is going to have the inputs that you should be thinking about as far as how much this place is going to cost you to have. So your specific electric bill, gas bill, all that crap, I what I, I don't know. I mean, you could ask the prior owner how much it is, but like is that useful? I don't I think I'm aware really of the so. place the roof or something like that. That that right. would be the real like right. Right. unexpected so, kind of 
expect. Yep. So that's one thing. So what you're going to do is you're going to basically, um, for your expenses, there are a few things to consider. So you're going to look at your property taxes, your insurance, and your mortgage payment, like we already talked about already. But there's also going to be capital expenditures, which are things like your roof, your water tank, your furnace. If you go on, if you don't know anything at all, you can go on um, like Home Advisor and some other sites have costs of like what it costs to replace these things and how long they usually last. So what I usually do when I think about this stuff is like replacing everything in the house. How much, how much does a certain item cost per month? before I need to replace it. So how much should I save up? Like say it's a furnace. A furnace might cost $3,000 in Pittsburgh, say, and they might last 25 years. So I'm going to take $3,000 divided by 25 years and get a yearly cost of how much that thing costs for me to have every year. And then you can break that down by month if you want. But if you do that to all the big things in a house based on your area, you'll come up with how much money should I save every month to put towards those big repairs, capital expenditures. The other only consideration in that is like obviously buying the house. If the stuff on it's new, um, you need to factor that a little bit into your thinking um, with what you're saving. But to just get a raw cost, that's how you would do your saving for the big things. But then the other budget you're going to have is your repairs and maintenance budget, which is going to be like your general upkeep things. Like there's a little plumbing leak that needs to be fixed. There's a hole in the yard that needs to be filled. The just random small stuff that comes up. Usually people will account like 5% of the rents for that. So if you rent it for, say you rent it for what? A thousand dollars. What's 5% of a thousand bro? 50. Is that right? Am I done? Yeah. Yeah. So then you'd say $50 per month for repairs and uh, maintenance. Um, maybe that's a little low, maybe like that's lower than you'd want, then you could bump it up. But 5% is a good like starting point to just get an idea of whatever the rent would be. And then if this is a rental property, you'll consider the vacancy rate. So vacancy rates going to be, um, like how long until you find a tenant, you can ask your realtor for guidance here on the area, whatever you should budget for that. But you need to consider that because when it's not being rented, if you're if this was strictly a rental property that you weren't living in, if it's not being rented, then that's costing you money, right? And then you also have property management fees. If you're going to hire a property manager, they're going to cost a certain amount of money to keep this place rented, collect the rent, do all that stuff for you. So you want to work those in. And then um, like you said, all your utility expenses, whatever utilities you're paying. If you buy a condo, you got to factor in your HOA fees. Any additional bull hoo-ha that the municipality will charge you like trash or i don't know road improvements library tax stormwater fees whatever stupid garbage the municipality will charge you which they do sometimes um like you want to factor that in so those are just a few things to think about is there anything else john like no i would just you know that's a lot of information i I would start exactly what tony said i would look at the large expensive things this is going to be your roof you know your hot water heater and then i would work my way down and once you have a realtor you can ask for some guidance on the stormwater fees and the library tax and, uh, you know all that plastic bag tax if you're in california yeah well i think that's just a <laughs> not a house story. Not you already pay that yeah right uh, you know the yeah i mean look the main thing is uh 
you know, to I think we've gone through a lot of information here. Um, to kind of zoom back out, I think a lot of people when they get their their first house, you know, they're in the kind of chapter you're in, right? I have a, you know, I'm a I'm a married man now. I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> I think you need to. My my advice would be something like uh, try and avoid the forever house syndrome, where <laughs> we need all this stuff because you know this is gonna be our house. This is you know, this is our sanctuary. This is all these things. And I would, uh, I would have kind of a slightly more focus where you want to put yourself in a position to get all those things when you, when you really deeply need them and, you know, uh, view this as a, a vehicle to get, to get to that goal, but, you know, kind of delay that gratification just a little bit more, you know, hold off on buying the house that already has the, the paint done and the stainless steel appliances popped in for you. Right. And do the extra, Spend the extra thousand, three thousand dollars, you know, getting them yourself, and uh, just do a little yep. bit of that work slowly for a year. Uh, so, so here's two things. Number one, we talked about a lot of information, but it really boils down to like house hacking's the way to go. You're gonna save money. You really, you really can't go wrong. Like, don't overthink it. Just do it, yeah, and you'll, and you'll figure it out. That's number one. Number two, you need to buy yourself a screwdriver. So that you can actually fix a few things around the house instead of trying to use those stupid hex wrenches that IKEA give you, because those aren't those aren't getting anywhere. So get yourself a screwdriver set, nice drill, and you'll figure out everything. <laughs> I have to get my new roof on IKEA, otherwise I can't even install it. No, bro, you're right by Tesla. Get the uh, get the Tesla solar roof. Oh my god, I want one of those. <laughs> You guys should be saving me money, not giving me more expenses. It will save you money. Elon Musk says it's an appreciating asset. How about that? Can't argue with that unless you try. And then I'm waiting for him to get in trouble with the SEC because one day in like 20 years, he's just going to be like, I, I sold all my stock today and I'm moving to the moon. <laughs> to and, then they're, and then the SEC is going to be like, you can't just sell all your stock in one day. This isn't allowed. And he's like, well, come get me on the moon. Oh, wow. <laughs> playing the long game. Yeah, that's Elon yeah. Musk. Guys, He's... it took like four pages of notes. This was incredibly useful. Uh, I that's feel like good. I know what I want a lot more now. Like I, I have a clear picture of like, okay, I want this, you know, three bedroom ish in this area, and I want it not to be too beaten up, but I don't want it to be too new either, you know. And I need to find a real estate, uh, a realtor that I really trust, and. Uh, go through the process and then just consider all of those potential expenses here. So this is good stuff. All right. Good. All right, guys. Well, that's awesome. I just want to say this episode was brought to you by Klein Tools, uh, fine <laughs> hand tools, screwdriver sets for electricians and professionals. Uh, check them out at any store that you want or, or just stick with your IKEA stuff. We don't really care. Do whatever <laughs> I'm Home Depot, Lowe's. Yeah. What else? What else do they sell? on if it's in California, the Klein tools probably have a warning on them, though. Yeah. May cause cancer. Prop 65, baby. You know it. I've never, I've never been to any of those yeah. stores, for the record. Yeah. What better I'm, sure they, I'm sure they exist. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, John, why don't you tell people where they can talk to us? Oh, yeah. Well, you can always call in like Hernandez does. 412-212-8366. Just leave a voicemail. And Tony will answer your questions. Uh, John will too. Yeah, more. Yeah, you're a lot more polished than me. Thanks, man. Um, well, I don't know how else can they reach us. They, they really could just contact you after that. 
at 412 agent is me find me on zillow you can find me there my reviews my 90 whatever they are at now there we go plug there you go plug for tony and uh you can find her data he's in the you know you're from hawthorne if uh, facebook group (laughs) (laughs) and then um we'll eventually be getting our app be free re handle going on instagram one day there's probably like two posts on there right now and then also uh one day we will also have a website so there's that i post the updates right now at 412 agent on instagram so that's where they get the there updates you go. check it out hernandez anything for the people yeah man no just uh you know you guys enjoy while you can i got some free advice here and <laughs> you should do the same <laughs> <laughs> there you go baby's already started all right, man. Well, let us know nice. when you, uh, you know, buy your house and plant a lemon tree. Ten years. We'll have another show. We'll get you on here. That's your payment. Yeah. When you buy a house, you have to come back on and tell us about how awesome it is. Right before I, right before I sign it, or right before I make the major renovation, we're gonna have like a an episode about renovations. And then he's gonna terminate the contract. <laughs> <laughs> we'll back the offer. You just gotta get yeah. all the dice mentality, buddy. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. See you, everybody. See you. Talk later, fellas. Bye. <laughs> he logged off.